Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported thousands of women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. So if you're frustrated, if you're doubting yourself, if you're not enjoying the journey, there's a better way. Together, we'll break through your past patterns, we'll eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and most importantly, enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I hope you are having an amazing day today. I do not usually record at night, but it is currently 8.15 at night on a Friday night. That is even more rare for me. We are hunkering down for Hurricane Lee. I don't know if you have any, any of you have seen that storm coming up the East Coast. We live on Cape Cod, so... We were sort of initially thought to be right in the path of the hurricane. I'm hoping that it's going to veer a little bit east of us, but the wind is whipping. And uh, I was a little behind on my podcast recording this week with everything with the 10X Mindset launch. Oh my gosh, you guys have been amazing and so excited. I've been loving getting the emails and the messages and the screenshots as you go through the daily action items. I'm just really, really pumped for you. If you haven't checked it out yet, we are still in our first week since launch, which means if you sign up for 10X Mindset in the next couple of days, you save $50. Now, if you're listening to this outside of the first launch week, then it's at its regular $197 price, which I think is a phenomenal value. But the first week, we have that $50 discount so you can get access for $147. Remember, guys, this is something, it's not just a 30-day thing. You can go back through it again and again and again. If you find that like days 12 and 18 really hit home, you can go back through the action items on those days. You can go back through the 30 all over again from 1 to 30. You can do that once a quarter. Once you're in, you're in. There's no additional charges or anything like that. So you just have to go to primalpotential.com forward slash go slash 10x. I've noticed in my Google Analytics that some of you guys are going um, to like not including that slash. So just to be really clear, it's primalpotential.com forward slash go slash 10x. Okay, so you do have to put the slash between the go and the 10x. Um, So that is there for you. If you haven't checked it out, I don't want anybody to miss out on that initial launch, really significantly discounted pricing. So check that out. The link is in the show description. Don't worry about the URL and the slashes. Just click the link in the show description. It'll take you right to the sales page. It's a really, really short, easy one. And you can get started today. So check out the link in the show description or go to primalpotential.com forward slash go forward slash 10x and you can get started today. The um, discounted pricing will end on Wednesday. So on Wednesday, the price goes up to 197. Now, I understand that some of you guys are listening to this in the future, um, but whatever the pricing says on the sales page, it'll be. If you're listening to this in real time, you have another couple of days. Okay. We are going to get real personal today. And I feel good about it. 
I also I also always feel a little nervous with these kinds of episodes because when things are personal and honestly so much of what I do on the podcast is personal. There's very little that I do here that isn't personal. Um, it can be tough when people don't get an episode. And sometimes that's my fault. I didn't explain myself well. Or um, other times we're just, we're just not on the same page, which is completely fine. But uh, I just feel really, really compelled to talk about this knowing full well that it's going to rub some people the wrong way. Let me give you the backstory. There's actually two messages here. The second one is the one that I really feel compelled to share, and I hope that it resonates with you the way that it has resonated with me. But the first one's super important as well, and maybe a perspective you haven't considered before. So I want to tell you about a sermon that I heard on Thursday night. I went to church on Thursday night, which I don't normally do. I usually go on Sunday with the kids and we put Roman in the little kids church play area. And we usually keep the twins with us because they're a lot and it's nap time for them. And um, it would be a lot for us to put all three of our kids in a little baby room. Um, And what that means is that often on Sundays, I don't really hear the sermon. I mean, I hear pieces of it and I certainly give my best effort, but between diaper changes or handing bottles or keeping kids from crying and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I said to Chris a couple weeks ago, hey, you know, I really would love to be able to go by myself um, on Thursday nights whenever that's possible so that whatever happens on Sunday, you know, Sunday's more for the family, Sunday's more for the community, Sunday's for the kids and for Chris. Um, but Thursday night is for me. Well, this past Thursday, last night, as of when I'm recording this, was the first Thursday that I was supposed to go. And there was a lot of resistance, a lot of things that popped up that could normally keep me from going. This is not the main thing I want to talk to you about today, but I do think it's important to to go here because I bet this is happening to every one of you in some way. So I wanted to go because I wanted to listen to this sermon and I felt this pull, this draw, like I need this time. It just, I've felt a pull or a desire or a draw in in other ways before, some little ways, uh, like a place to be, like I really feel like I should go meet this person or see this thing or go to this event. I've also felt that sort of pull in big ways, starting a business, leaving my job, losing weight, having another baby after Dagny died, improving my fitness, joining a gym. More recently, when I decided to to work out with a trainer, you know, I had this like pull, this draw, this, I should get a trainer. I should hire another trainer. I should reach out to this person and see if they do personal training. And I let things get in the way. Like, oh, I can probably do it from here. No big deal. I can work out at home. It's easier. It'll save time. It'll save money. It's no big deal. You know, maybe I'll get consistent doing it here by myself before I reach out to somebody else. There's always this resistance when it was about leaving my job. Oh, but health insurance. You know, what are you going to do about health insurance? Often the resistance that we see and we seize as the reason we can't do it 
is by design. It's an intentional attempt to keep us from something that is meant for us or that is required for our growth. You know, maybe it's the voice of like, oh, it'll just be too hard or I probably am I'm not even smart enough or I don't think I have enough time. I probably can't do it anyway. What would people say? What would people think? That resistance that seems so normal, that seems so normal, you probably don't even give it another thought. It's so natural. You think it's you just like the fish in water doesn't realize it's in water because it's all it's ever known. That resistance, often we don't even recognize it as resistance. It's just just thoughts. They're just things that happen. They're just ideas. They're just perspectives. But it is often by design. I personally call it the enemy. Some of you might think of it more as like the universe or you can give it no label at all. We're not going to debate that today. But that resistance is not as benign as we think it is. It is an intentional attempt to keep you from what you are meant for, what you are made for, to keep you from going through a doorway to a life that is available to you that it wants to keep you from. And this happens again on big scale and small scale. The other night for me, it was a really small scale. I wanted to go to this church service. Well, it was 10x mindset launch day that launched on Thursday. I could have absolutely made a case and I had a million thoughts around it that like, oh my God, of course, I need to stay home and work tonight. As soon as the kids go to bed, like I have a hundred things on my to-do list related to this launch and emails from people that I need to respond to. There's, I couldn't do it tonight. Little things, the girls got totally off their schedule, the twins, which very rarely happens at this point. They have a really good nap and bedtime schedule. They typically go to bed around 7.15. So I knew that I'd be leaving for church right around their bedtime. Well, that day, what schedule? They went down for a nap at 6.15 because they were so cranky because they're teething, which meant that instead of feeling like, oh, it's, it's all good, like they'll be going to bed around when I leave. They were going to be wide awake, which is no big deal. Chris can handle it. But it was just this thought of like, oh, I should stay They're They're not feeling well. They're really fussy. I don't want to leave Chris alone with them like that. And I want to be here to support them and comfort them. On top of that, Charlie was absolutely miserable, teething her top front teeth, super bad diaper rash, worst of her little life. And another small thing. I don't know a ton of people at this church, and I'm very much an introvert, but I have one friend there who usually goes to the service that night, and she wasn't going to be there. So I'm like, I'm not even going to like know anybody. I'm going to feel so weird. All of these things adding up in and of themselves seem like totally benign, normal thoughts. But what they actually are is an intentional attempt to keep me from something that is for me and for my growth a door that I need to walk through. And by the grace of God, I went. And I know that I needed to be there and I needed to hear that message because I wouldn't hear the message in its entirety or in the same way or from the same standpoint if I'm holding the twins, right? <laughs> like keeping my eye on Roman to make sure he's not melting down in the little kid's room, which he often does. That's what I really want to talk about, what 
the message was that I heard and how I think it applies so much to what we do here. But before we move to that, I just want to say that the voice that says, it's not a big deal. You've been so good. You can start tomorrow. The voice that says, well, he started it. She deserved it. I was just frustrated. That voice is very likely, those thoughts are very likely a direct attempt to keep you from something that is really good for you and really good for the world. Don't just think of it as weakness or I'm so undisciplined. It is an attack. And and it wants you to feel like it's no big deal. It wants you to feel like it's inconsequential because then it's easier to hold you back. So I went to church and part of the sermon just really landed for me. And like I said, it ties so directly into what we talk about here all the time. And I promise I will be re-listening to this episode myself. A lot of this is because, A, I want to share it with you, but also I need to get it out for myself so that I can come back to it again and again. And obviously, I know that not everybody who can hear the sound of my voice right now believes in God. I do. And this applies whether you do or you don't. I hope you do, but this applies whether you do or you don't. And that's the last thing I'll say about that today. Now, I surely won't do as good of a job in relaying this as was done in the sermon because this is based on my very emotional recall. (laughs) But if it touches you one-tenth as much as it touched me, we're in good shape. So... A lot of times we think of the burden of sin as like the big stuff. Now, this is not, I'm not lecturing you about sin. So I just need you to trust me. Hopefully this isn't the first episode you've ever listened to because you're gonna be like, what is this podcast all about? If you know me and you trust me, just just hang with me for five minutes. It's all gonna click and you're gonna be really glad that you didn't bail when I mentioned sin. (laughs) Okay, just hang with me. Give me five. But a lot of times we think of it as like the big stuff. The burden of sin is the big stuff. Adultery, murder, stealing. And like, you know, hey, I don't I don't I don't do the big stuff. Like I'm in the clear. I'm good. Overall, I'm a really good person. Overall, I'm generous. I don't intentionally cause people harm. And it would be really hard to sell me on certain behaviors. Like you're not gonna talk me into heroin or theft. You'd have a really hard time talking me into killing somebody. Our pastor was demonstrating how we think of sin. And he took this big, long chain, like one that, you know, if you drape it around your neck, it like drags on the floor. And I actually kind of chuckled when he did that because many years ago, I did this dynamic workout with a trainer routinely that I would wrap myself up in huge heavy chains just like that because they move and they shift and so it's like a little bit more like destabilizing and I would do things like Bulgarian split squats and all this stuff so anyway I know those chains are very heavy he was demonstrating this you know wrapping these big heavy heavy chains that drag on the floor around his shoulders like something like that you would feel you would notice that and you probably wouldn't even pick it up and wrap it around you because it's just so obvious and so significant and so impairing and a lot of times we think of like the 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 big sins that way 
But that's not how these behaviors that keep us from our best self and our best life, that's not how they come up. That's not how they take over the little concessions we make in our day-to-day life. He said something along the lines of like, I'm not trying to quote, but this is the this is the essence of what he said. The enemy doesn't come to us with this massive big chain and try and like lure us with this huge burdensome thing. He comes to us with a little link, just one single little link in the chain, so small, like fit in your pocket and you probably would even forget that it's there. This one thing, this one little white lie, this one conversation where you gossip, this one snide remark to your spouse. That's not really a big deal. That's not really a problem. That won't really hurt you. The one cigarette The upper that one time, this one purchase, the ice cream this time, the binge just today. I mean, it's just one thing. It can't, it's it's not great, but it's not bad. It's not dangerous. It's kind of too small to really make a difference. It feels pretty manageable. Like this isn't going to overtake me. This isn't going to kill me. This isn't going to dramatically change my life for the worse. And so we take that little link and we slip it in our pocket and we hardly notice it. But that's the problem, because then you take another one and another one and another one, and it's one binge and it's two binges and it's three and it's five and it's 14 this month. It's one drink and then it's another and then it's, well, I might as well finish the bottle and then it's the next night and then it's three nights later. In and of itself, it just felt like, oh, mm, this isn't going to hurt me. This isn't going to do that much harm. This isn't going to damage me. But they're so small and they're so minor that they just pile up and you hardly even realize it's weighing you down and you don't even realize how much it's weighing you down. You know, imagine this literally. Imagine for a second it was literal links, all these little concessions, all of these choices that dim your light, all of these little tiny things that, you know, in and of themselves are not great, but they certainly aren't adding to your quality of life or health or relationship or anything like that. If seven times a day you put that little link in your pocket and seven times seven, that's 49 over the course of a week, right? So then you've got 100 after two weeks and 150 and 200. It would not take long for you to be like, man, I'm just exhausted. Man, everything feels hard. And he said, it's because you thought you were smarter than Satan. And I'm not here to suggest That it's literally Satan tempting you with ice cream. But maybe it is. And whether it is or it isn't, we can agree that it is resistance. And in and of itself, it doesn't seem like this big thing, but it is a link. And then there's another link and there's another link and there's another link. And maybe they're not all, you know, in one category. Some of the links are like the thing we think is just no big deal. And we say it to our, our spouse, even though it wasn't a, wasn't a kind thing or the gossip conversation. Like you really didn't mean anything. It's not going to go anywhere. Or it's the sleeve of Oreos or it's the glass of wine or it's the white lie you tell your boss. 
And so my pastor said, stop worrying about chains and start watching for links. Stop worrying about chains and start watching for links. So many times, again, we we think, well, it's not so bad. I'm not doing this thing. It's not like I do this behavior. It's really not that bad. I mean, my vice is food. How bad is that? Or my, my, my vice is money. How bad is that? Heck, I know somebody, their vice is, you know, abusing Adderall or something that in our mind we say is more egregious or like, hey, I mean... I'm a really good person. Sure, I'm not taking care of my body. I'm not taking care of my health or I procrastinate and I'm not taking care of my business. But like, I know somebody that's cheating on their spouse. Stop worrying about chains and start watching for links. What are the links in your life? The little things that you justify and you think it's too small to make a difference. It's too small to possibly hurt you. But when it's one link after another link, after another link, after another link, after another link, and before you know it, you're tired. And before you know it, you're discouraged. And before you know it, you think change is so hard because you have been taking these little links and they're weighing you down. One turns into two, turns into 200, and all these things that were too small to make a difference have suddenly made a massive difference. And you're wondering why everything feels so hard. Because you've been picking up links every day, everywhere you go. What are your links? So it was on a Thursday night that I heard the sermon and it's Friday night now and I'm recording this and I, I didn't turn on any podcast or anything to listen to. I often listen to like CrossFit podcasts. I just love that stuff. And uh, I didn't turn on any of that on my drive home. It was like a 20, 25 minute drive home. And I just thought about the links, little things that I think of as links, these these things like, oh, it's, it's harmless. It's too small to make a difference, but it dims my light and it keeps me from the vibrant life I could have. It includes things like, it's no big deal if I'm on my phone while I should be playing with my kids. Like, ah, eh, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, it does. That could be 20 links a day. Just makes you feel disconnected, makes you feel tired, makes you feel a little guilty. Or food. I mean, mac and cheese for the kids. Whatever. I'll have some. It's no big deal. All in moderation, right? Does nothing for my health. Does nothing for my goals. Does nothing for my energy. In fact, takes from my health. Is not giving my body the the nutrients that it needs. How many of those links do I pick up in a day? The skipped workout or not doing the tasks that I said I would do to support my business. The links are things that you think are just, no, I mean, no big deal. They're not great, but they're not harmless. The things that you convince yourself like, oh, it's no big deal. But it is. Because it's not just one link. It's this pattern of everything getting a permission slip from you. And before you know it, your life that could be full color is gray. Your relationships, which could be attended to, are distant. 
and disengaged. Your health, which could be level 10, is level 2. Because of these little links. Hundreds and hundreds of little links. So stop worrying about chains and start watching for links. Before we go, I, I literally like cried through the whole sermon, which really doesn't take much for me. I think part of it is um, I was actually thinking about like if I wanted to talk about this or not. And, uh, I'd kind of lean towards not. But now since it's come up, I I want to follow that that impulse, I guess, that urging or prompting. So at this church that we go to there's you know worship songs at the beginning and typically that's just we're wrangling kids we're not you know we're a quarter engaged at best and one of the things I've noticed since Dagny died is that praise and worship music makes me cry every time and it didn't used to be that way and here's what it feels like for me It feels like all my grief around Dagny's death, like the floodgates just crash open. And what it feels like is I've been unconsciously, because it's certainly not an intentional, intentional thing, unconsciously just so tense and clenching all of those feelings to keep them from bubbling over. It's not a conscious thing. And there's something about that environment that it's like you have a lump in your throat and then you just have a good cry and that that pressure isn't so built up anymore. And I was thinking about it as I was driving home and I was like, man, that's how so many people are going through life. Not intentionally. It's not an intentional thing for me. I I definitely I have a million thoughts of Dagny in a day and I never intentionally try to push them away. I always welcome them and welcome thoughts about her and feelings about her death. And I talk about it with my husband a lot, a lot. <laughs> he will tell you a lot. But I was on the phone with a client the other day. And I sensed that same exact energy from her around her weight. And I was like, man, I did that too around my weight where there was just this constant like tension and this discomfort never able to settle into where you are in your body and where you are in your habits. This just tension of fighting against something all the time. And so if you can relate to that, there's probably some of you listening that think I'm crazy and you don't get it at all. And I think that's fine. But if you can relate to that, I, I want to give you permission to say to yourself, you're okay. You're getting there. You're trying. You're okay. Yes, you can do better. And we'll do better today. But you still don't have to be so locked down about it. You don't have to be so tense about it. It's okay to take a deep breath. It's okay to relax into your journey. It's okay to just take a deep breath. 
take a deep breath. And you probably need to do that like 10 times (laughs) every hour. So if you feel that sense of tension around where you're at in your journey with food or your money or your business or your fitness or your weight, it's okay. You're okay. You are where you are. You can do better. Today is going to give you many opportunities to do that, but I don't want you to resist facing where you're at and how it feels to be where you're at. You can accept it and still change it. All right. I know this is some heavy stuff. I hope it resonated. If if even one person got what I got out of it, it it's worth sharing here. I know I'll come back to this episode again and again because this is a message that I need. Wanted to wrap up with um, some common questions that I've been getting about 10x mindset, because we are still, again, in that promotional pricing window. First week, it's $50 off. You can get access for $147, $147. Um, And so I wanted to make sure to address the questions where a lot of you guys congregate, which is here on the podcast. Um, Okay. Several people asked for an example. So the structure of 10x mindset is that every day I email you a specific action item for that day that is aimed at 10x in your mindset. And there are some people that are like, well, yeah, but like, what is it? I mean, you're going to ask me to run a marathon. Like, I need to kind of know what you're going to do here. How much time is it going to take for me? And I will say this, as a mom of three under three, I don't have a lot of time, so I promise I would not ask you to do something that was going to take a long time. On average, I would say 15 to 20 minutes, sometimes less. Um, And day one, it might be a little bit more. It might take you more like 20, 25-ish minutes to do the day one action item. But otherwise, I feel really comfortable saying that like 15 to 20 minutes a day-ish And as far as an example, I don't want to get in and be like, day six is because I think without the context of the other days, it might get a little bit lost. But an example of what it could look like is, um, you know, a couple paragraphs of the email. I'm introducing a concept around mindset. Then I ask you a specific question around how that applies in your life or what that looks like. And then I challenge you to take part of your own answer and do something with it, like act on it, uh, upgrade your behavior in some way as a result of it. I think that's kind of the best way for me to go about giving an example because, um, yeah, just taking one out of context, I don't think would, would be the best way to do it. Somebody else asked, actually a couple of people said, how is 10X Mindset different from the Changemakers Journal? And I said, I think it would be a shorter answer uh, or to say like, how how are they similar? I mean, they're, they're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're, the Changemakers Journal is an amazing tool. I personally use it every single day. In fact, I created it for myself, not ever intending to make it available to you guys. But after I shared it with my team, they were like, uh, you need to share this. The Changemakers Journal is a way of bringing your attention to your goals every day alongside all of the normal priorities and uh, like obligations of your daily life. So the Changemakers Journal is like a tactical tool for day-to-day taking action towards your goal and incorporating the to-dos you have in your life and making room for fulfillment. So it's a journal, right? 10X Mindset is nothing like a journal. Uh, somebody else asked how it's different from the consistency course. So the consistency course is about 
of course, creating consistency. Now, mindset is a part of that, but there's much more than mindset that goes into consistency. There's tools that we work a ton on around specificity. There's tools we work a ton around uh, in terms of tracking and tracking what and tracking how and incremental improvements. So there's a lot of tactical stuff that goes into consistency, whereas 10x mindset is purely about 10xing your mindset. The other thing about the consistency course is uh, it's two years that you have access and I'm in there coaching live regularly. We go live together as a group and do coaching every other week. Plus, there's a Facebook community, which there is not for 10X Mindset in the Consistency Course Facebook group. I'm coaching in there every time something comes up for somebody, um, teaching people how to solve their own problems more effectively. Um and you get the consistency calendar for visual accountability on the things that you're working towards. Uh, and in the consistency course, you get a personalized starting point. So you get this comprehensive intake form that goes through like your goals, your priorities, your most common excuses, your doubts and fears. And then I recommend a starting point unique to you via video. So the consistency courses focused on consistency, not just mindset. Mindset is a component of consistency. So some of the stuff in 10X mindset certainly comes up in the consistency course, but it's a lot more than that and the coaching element and all the other stuff. Uh, lastly, people asking, can we go back through? I think I talked about this at the top of the episode, but the answer is yes. Um, you can go back through the 30 days as many times as you want. You don't have to repurchase. Uh, if and when I up content, let's say that I change day two to be have different examples or to be more specific, uh, you guys will get those updates because in every daily challenge email, there's also a link to a Google Drive folder. And that Google Drive folder has the audio version and the text version and a little inspirational image of the day. Um, so the updated content will always be there for you. Let's say I completely swap out day eight. That'll be reflected in that drive folder that you have access to. So hopefully that answers all the questions. If you have any other ones, don't hesitate to reach out. Again, the promotional pricing ends in just a couple more days. So if you want to save the $50, go to primalpotential.com forward slash go forward slash 10x. So there's two forward slashes there. Primalpotential.com forward slash go forward slash 10x. But if you're just worried about getting the URL wrong, click the link in the show description. Thanks for hanging with me for today's episode. I know it was heavy, but I hope you got a lot out of it. I really would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode and what your links are and if it resonated with you and how. Message me on Instagram. You can find me there at Elizabeth Benton, and I hope to see you inside of 10X. See you later. <laughs>